Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast. This is episode 28. We are switching it up, throwing everybody for a loop here. We're going to do the fun cast first this week. So this will be coming out on Wednesday uh, instead of Friday. And Friday, little little preview here, we're going to hit the Super Bowl pretty hard. Just do a Super Bowl, Super Bowl preview episode. Um, so let's just hop into the fun cast here. Uh, we do want to hear from you uh let us know how we're doing what you want to hear us talk about joey how can people get a hold of us hit us up in our dms in either twitter or instagram at heartland pulse uh i just put up some new videos for making chili uh smokes the meat and also made my chili recipe in the crock pot so you want to check that out it's on instagram it's one of our reels and then also look us up on Facebook and YouTube, just search Pulse of the Heartland. You'll find us on there. We have our last two uh, NFL breakdown on Saturdays. Uh, both those were live events. That If we ever do those, you can just uh, comment on those and follow us along. And then also on Facebook, we try to share everything that we do on the other socials. All right. Well, Joey, what are you drinking? Uh, I've been by the smoker most of the night, so I've got some beer going, and I'm doing Bud Select for the evening. Try to keep that low carb as much as possible, but uh, drinking the the 16 ounce uh, screwable pints or whatever. So pounders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Clark, what are you drinking? Well, I'm finishing off the bottle of Pendleton whiskey I opened up around NFR. So, sad moment. She's going to go down smooth. You mix that with anything? or uh, Some ice and a splash of Coca-Cola right now. There you go. All right. Well, Ryan, what are you drinking? Uh, kind of the same thing was last week, going with the Blue Chair Bay rum, coconut this time, um, with the orange juice and grenadine. Ooh, that sounds uh, good. I'm feeling tropical. Are, are you going to finish that bottle tonight to get it off top of that fridge? I finished the one last week. This week, I, I really don't think I should. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to obey your wife and just finish those right. bottles. <clears throat> no, I think I'm going to go against her this time. Okay. <laughs> Ballsy move, right? Yeah. Bryant, what are you drinking? Uh, it's called Forced Flare. It's a, a double IPA out of uh, Toppling Goliath out of Decorah, Iowa. Mm. What's on the can? Um. Oh shit! What's is that office space where they talk about the flare with Jennifer Aniston and um yeah, yeah you, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yes, that, that's yes. all it is. It's just one of those vests with all the little trinkets on there. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> Trent, I am drinking Pepsi. Hmm. Nothing in it. I am on call tonight. So, um, yeah, like I said, if you hear loud beeping and. I'm gone. That just means my page went off and I went to work. Lame. Yep. But, you know, here I am. (laughs) Got to do this work too. (laughs) So let's just hop into it. Uh, We'll get into some smoke. And Joey's sounds like he's making some chili right now, actually. Yep. Just uh, finished. So in my chili recipe, I do two pounds of ground beef and a pound 
of well, two nine ounce packages of chorizo and then season that and smoke it. Uh, yeah, put that on the smoker. Also, did five um, thick cut pork chops from High V, and I shit you not, they might be the best pork chops I've ever made. They were perfectly done, delicious, juicy. <laughs> Goddamn, they were good. Nice. How old did you mm-hmm. prep them? Uh, just did Worcestershire and then garlic salt and cookie seasoning, which is my go-to. If I have time and I think about it beforehand, I will do Worcestershire and Italian uh, dressing and then let that sit for like 45 minutes and then season them right before I put them on the grill. But tonight I just want to get it all done and taken care of. So it was still really good. And Jesus, man, they, yeah, they were delicious. So it sounds like Ryan's smoker got some action. I did. They finally used it after Seth got me hooked up with the igniter. <laughs> Thank you, Seth. Shout out, it worked, Seth. It, it worked well. <laughs> um, I did. I went. To, I did some ribs this weekend on Saturday, and went with uh, the Joey method. He he told me to do. Put some salt on the bottom there, and on top seasoned it with some meat church, uh, honey hog, and was the gospel. Yeah, use those two seasonings, and then. Joey told me to put her on there for at 250 for two hours, baste it with butter. I did it every 20 minutes. I basted it with butter for two hours, mm. wrapped her up with more butter for two more hours. And those things were damn good. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the best thing I've ever done on the pit boss, actually. Oh, yeah, dude. Nice work. When you say you're you're basting it, I all, the only thing I can think of is the South Park episode, the cream freeze <laughs> episode when he's watching Food Network. <laughs> yeah, you can base that meat. <laughs> yeah, that was basically the attitude I had doing it. So. <laughs> well worth it though, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm. So uh, then on the, this weekend, I plan on doing a wrist or a, excuse me, a pork butt on Sunday, really early Sunday morning for the Super Bowl. So. Joey, you'll probably have to send me your your recipe on that too. Oh, yeah. So, got a got a question. Are we going to get into what we're going to smoke or what we're going to make for the Super Bowl in this episode or are we going to do that in the Super Bowl episode? I would say save it for the Super Bowl just so we I, have a little bit more to talk about. I do too. I say right. save it, Ryan. Don't right. give don't give your secrets, man. Sorry, just getting excited talking about. Yeah. It. <laughs> it's a preview for Friday's Super Bowl episode. Yep. Mm. Um Clark, did you do anything this past weekend? So last night we did some steaks. Had a couple of ribeyes, got them thawed out, just a little salt, pepper. Um, that was it for seasoning, just just good old salt and pepper, and smoked them up. Nice. Is that really from, love from your cow? It is. Yeah, nice. it was from the cow. Um, yeah, they're good. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't get any better than just getting that meat from the cow that you have that you know where it came from. Yeah, I don't know. I just think the quality of it is always really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it like you a lobster it? where you can pick out your own cow and so you watch it get butchered? <laughs> yeah, Clark actually uh, euthanized it himself. Yeah. <laughs> right Man. in the middle of uh, Homewood. So am I the only... Cause... Clark, you grew up on a dairy farm, right? Uh, it was dairy for the like the first uh, 12 years of my childhood. And then we mm-hmm. sold the dairy cows and bought beef cows. Okay. So you you did go through actually like raising cows and the butchering of everything, right? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I remember like my first cow that we ever bought at auction. Uh, I actually picked it out and then we raised it up. I was like seven and went to the butcher shop and my this sounds terrible, but my mom had to walk me around the town crying because uh, <laughs> I knew I knew the cow was getting shot, but I couldn't handle seeing it. I mean, as a seven year old, that's pretty damn traumatic. <laughs> then we got home and those steaks were on the grill, and I was like, I don't care. You can everyone can die for this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump over to college basketball now. The top ten's got a few Heartland teams in it. Uh, Purdue. Uh, they are the third-ranked team. Kentucky is fifth, and Kansas is eighth. Um, I'm sure Clark will have a few things to say about Kansas here in just a bit. Um, getting votes is Iowa State. They dropped out of the top 25 this week pretty early, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, LSU is getting votes, and Iowa is also getting votes. Uh, let's jump to the Big 12 here. Uh, Iowa State, they lost a few games this week, and they are losing as we record this to West Virginia. I think they've kind of kind of lost their way. Their defense is still there a little bit, but that offense cannot score. That, that, that offense has been – I think when we're watching the, this last like week and a half, because we've even pulled out some games like Oklahoma State, but I think this is the, almost the team that we were expecting – this year, which I think if we would have had this team all year is what it is. We had two wins last year, but when you have the high of like being in the top 10 and you're looking unstoppable and seeing this regression that we've had throughout the big 12 tournament and you're playing higher competition, but it's like, sometimes it, it looks like the, the team hasn't even played together all year. It's been absolutely insane how, how much they've regressed. Yeah. And you know, in the last week, what did we give up? Uh, let's see here. We gave up 70 points to KU and 63 points to Texas. Now, yeah, I, that's great. I honestly think that's really good. But when you only score 41 points in one of those games, yeah. eh, not so good. And, I mean, same thing. Right now, with, there's 37 seconds left. West Virginia is up 76 to 60 right now. And it's we, we can't keep up with the – with any scoring at all, you know, I mean, the only positive in this last week that I can think of is the Texas game. When we lost 63 to 41, it was played on the Longhorn network. So no one even saw the game at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just hide it on the Longhorn network. Mm -hmm. Nobody sees it. That's like the one game the last five years. I was like, thank God I didn't watch it. And I didn't have a a chance to watch it either. Just it's, it just think that Texas is about to be probably like the, the, and this is being very nice to them. What, like the sixth or seventh, maybe best or, or biggest team in the SEC, and they get their own freaking network. I mean, that, that's just going to look ludicrous. Well, when are we going to see the Ole Miss channel at this point, you know? <laughs> when you have the Go Tiger network. There you go. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. We do have. Yeah. I would say, I would say, I guess, just have. You know, Cyclone TV, but that is completely different than ESPN bank rolling an entire network just to jerk off to Longhorns. You know, um, on Go Tigers Network, when there's no games being played, it's just uh, Kelly just doing some dancing. Kelly, <laughs> you're gonna have Brian Coach Kelly, O yeah. going uh, Go Tigers. They're, 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 they got plenty. Got we got Coach O coming back to do some crawdad reviews, and then yeah, Brian Kelly just doing some dance offs. And then losing those recruits to Alabama. Make it happen, LSU. Make it happen. 
So Iowa State, um, I've I was listening to some Cyclone Fanatic podcasts, and uh, mm-hmm. they were saying here, and you have it as well. They need to win four games to get into the tournament, probably. Um, and I feel like tonight was one of those winnable games. I know it was on the road. I know it was, yeah. you know, West Virginia. They're always tough, but that was one that was winnable. Yes. Family. Doesn't look like that. You're not going to win, mm-hmm. obviously. So you yeah. still got to win four games. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I put the winnable ones on there. We got, we haven't even played Kansas state, but I mean, they're in the bottom half. Technically they're, they're above us in big 12 play right now, but mm-hmm. we got Kansas state <laughs> twice. We play at TCU, which, you know, they already punched in, us in the mouth once yeah, this so maybe, year. Maybe they'll actually have some anger going to that one and can compete. OU was a close ish game, but we had seven minutes where we didn't play. So if we can avoid going half a half without scoring, maybe we got a chance. We host mm-hmm. West Virginia and we host Oklahoma State too. And we won, you know, in, uh, we won in Stillwater. So you never know. Maybe Oki State, you know, punches us in the mouth now. So. Like I said, I mean, those are the winnable ones. And then I think we got a Baylor and I can't remember the other game, but it it was, you know, top of the league. I didn't think we were going to win. So I I don't know, man. I wouldn't say it's winnable, you know, and then I guess really, you know, the good thing is even if we don't win four of them, there's always the the conference championship uh, tournament where we have that slim shot, but it's going to be a tough go. Anything's possible at Hilton South. Exactly. Are there uh, are there still like eight or ten teams that can win the championship in the Big Twelve? Um, it's probably down to like three or four. Like, like right. realistically, Kansas, Baylor, Texas Tech, and you know if Texas does play their game, I mean they they've I mean didn't they just upset KU? Yeah, their their D was solid. So mm. I mean that that one yeah, solid D. So I mean that uh, um. You know, I mean, that's the fourth one. Obviously, I'm going to be ridiculous and say seven earlier in there, but realistically, with their size and how they've played, we I probably have. I can respect played. you going down to three or four. Oh yeah. <laughs> was... As, 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 if the if the tournament would have started that day, I said that I would have held by six or seven teams, or what I say, eight teams can win the Natty. I don't know the whole damn Big Twelve. <laughs> fifteen or something like that. Yeah, fifteen of the ten <laughs> we can make it. That's that's Kansas's B team, Iowa State's B team at that point for sure. The managers, yeah, get in, yeah. Baylor women's, yeah, I think we we'd have a shot. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, women's and the Big Twelve, Iowa State women leading leading the Big Twelve. They're oh really the top ten. Mean... They're rolling. Yeah, player of the year resides in Iowa City though. Oh well. Oh yeah. I think it's exactly. a one player, a one player game. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I gotta ask the non-Iowa residents here because there is I think it was like a radio station or someone brought up it, the poll. It um, was uh was it Murph and Andy? I think so. Yeah, Murph I know and what you're Andy just gonna say here, yeah. One oh six three, but um who who is the most well known athlete in the state of Iowa right now? In the state of Iowa? Yeah. No. I couldn't tell you. Ashton no. Kutcher. I'm going to go with no. Chad Greenway. <laughs> Athlete. Like uh, somebody who's playing in Iowa in the last year. Um, yeah, in Chad Greenway, I would say. In South Dakota, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're trying to say that uh, – is it Caitlin Clark is her name, Joey? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're trying to say she's the most well-known athlete across the nation – 
And there's people, I, I think it's just like this regional bias that everyone in Iowa is just like, oh my goodness, we do have a top athlete in the women's side and Caitlin Clark. And they're trying to act like, I mean, hell, I don't even think she's the most well-known athlete at her school right now. You know, you have Spencer Lee who hasn't, right. who hasn't even wrestled this year, who's more well-known. You have Tyler Lindenbaum who's going to the NFL. You have mm-hmm. a few NFL prospects and Ames. I, I mean, you're <laughs> yeah, like Brees Hall. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> it, it was just funny seeing this juxtaposition. It's like for sure, no, everyone in the country knows her. Like, it, it's kind of like I, it's. This is gonna sound sexist, but women's basketball is almost. It's almost to the verge of niche sports like wrestling. You, you know, like if you follow it, you probably do know Caitlin Clark very well. But if mm-hmm. you're kind of a casual fan of just sports in general, it's not like you're watching ESPN and you know highlights are popping up every night. You're you know it's. I don't know. It, it, it's. It, it, I thought it was a little weird. I kind of wanted to make sure, like, maybe I was just thinking something or my cyclone brain would have filtered out, oh, it's a hawk. No, but it, 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 I don't know, it was just weird. Yeah, and, but to your to their point, she was number two on ESPN's top performers of the night the other night when she had 45 and 7 and 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it, it, was, it was a great game by her, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, can... women's sports are not – they're not going to get the name recognition. Like she saying. she keeps scoring like that, but they keep losing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she well, had 25. They only had, they only had seven players the other night suit up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's – Isn't it – They're still a t- top 25 team. They're just – they're lacking any depth besides her. So, mm-hmm. um, who is the star that Ames has? Ashley Jones. Ashley, Ashley Jones. Yes. God, imagine if those two were on the same team. I mean – Neither one would be putting up points that they have now, probably, but Jesus, yeah. that'd be, That'd be great. impossible to defend. Right. Yeah. Just make yeah, it she's... where you combine all of the states as players. So you have the best Drake, Iowa State, Iowa players compete against Missouri and, and uh, St. Louis and all those other schools and shit. It would have been better in the Pro Bowl, so. True. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot worse at this point. Right. Yeah. I didn't even realize that the Pro Bowl was tackle-free. What? I didn't know that either. Yeah, it was it was touch. Like they were still, like still in pads and everything, but so it was, that's no why Mac. That's why Mac Jones' seventy yard run got called back. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. Wow. Not a uh, not. A, I didn't. I saw about maybe five minutes of it, and it was just two hand touch. It was it was Lord. it was ridiculous. Well, that you know what? Actually, that makes a lot more. At least I. That makes sense. Like, it was seriously, I thought it was like there, it was just a hug fest when I turned. I watched like three plays. It was a failed offensive drive, and they were just, uh, you know, uh, upper half hugging. And I was like, this is boring as shit. Like, I, I just changed it. You, you want to know how irrelevant it was? I forgot to put it on the agenda here. We're talking about it. And I, <laughs> well, we can, we can move on from it. That's, I mean, yeah. it was just, it was, just, that's, it was terrible. The skills hey, stuff was kind of the, like, the catching was kind of cool. It was kind of like a duck dunk contest. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, why even put pads on if you're just going to be doing two hand touch? So the skill stuff, I was so pissed. I didn't even know what was going on. So I watched it Sunday on record and I'm like, why the fuck didn't I know about this? You know, live. That'd been great. I love the dunk contest and three point contest. I would have watched the shit out of that. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, yeah, is about as good as the Olympics have right now. It's. Like I said, I feel like we watch sports pretty um, 
consistently. And if you if you have five people that watch sports that that much, and you don't even know half the rules, and I, I mean that's mm-hmm. I don't know, just poor. <laughs> and that's Pro Bowl talk. Yeah, AFC one forty one to thirty five. There we go. Mm. All right. Why don't they just do seven on seven and do like a lineman lifting or like blocking competition? I mean, it would be so easy, yeah. so much easier. George Kittle can do the blocking competition. Yeah. I mean, fuck Pass it. Block. Have teams do flip cup, beer pong. I, I don't care. Just uh, yes. football. <laughs> who, who can stone cold the most beers? Because I think Tyreek Hill won that event this I, past weekend. I, would say, I, I think if it was the stone colding beers, I think that would be the one where I'd say George Kittle is probably the front runner right now. And I'd have to, I'd have to give yeah. it to him. I don't know if there's a close second right now. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, right? Their left tackle. Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. Did you see him and Aaron Rodgers chugging beer against each other? Yeah, at that Milwaukee Bucks game. Yeah, Rodgers was pretty impressive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See that—that's the type of stuff I, I don't. I don't. They would never do it because it's promoting drinking. But that—that's what I'd want to see. You know, it, like when you guys said, uh, "I want to see them golfing or bowling." When I initially heard, it, I was like, "Eh, whatever." And then I'm just thinking, I was like, "That would actually be really fun, just seeing fucking Mahomes and Herbert, you know, bowling yeah. against each other." I—I I, want to see Mahomes do bad at something, so it's like, okay, he is human because he. He just plays super well, you know, passing a football. But I want to see him hit a couple gutter balls and, and roll like a 65 and Herbert roll like a 120. And like, okay, you know, there's something we can beat these guys in. <laughs> Did I just hear you say that right? You want to hear Mahomes do something bad? Yeah. Like, because if, if I, like if I have to choose him to do bad as bowling, then for sure I want to see that. I don't think Bryant watched the second half of this conference game. Oh, no. Hey, we're not <laughs> <laughs> Throwing football. That was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, woof. So yeah. going back to that and seeing watching them play golf, I can't remember what tournament it was at a couple years ago, but like Kelsey was there, Mahomes was there, and those guys are still swinging out of their shoes and carrying the ball like three hundred. Mm-hmm. Like, must be rough. Yeah, just being good ah. at, at like most sports. Yeah, terrible, terrible life. Yeah. Was it? it uh, what is it? Uh... Pat McAfee says Adam Thielen can hit a three a three wood like four hundred yards. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yep. Power. When you're an athlete, you're an athlete. I guess that's all there is I, to it. I guess. So, th- like, there's there's our Pro Bowl talk right in the middle of college basketball, but um, like we planned. <laughs> so let's uh, hit the Sunshine State here with Clark. I, I know I did I did some of your homework for you because a restaurant I was at had the Wichita State game on the other night, so. But, uh, yeah. Let you um, go here. So we're going to go to the best state whenever it comes to basketball, the home and originator of the sport. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Guy. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to, we're actually going to start out down in Wichita. Seems like they have got a little bit of an upswing going this past week. Got a couple wins under their belt. They took care of Tulsa. They went down to SMU, who was in the top one or two of the American Conference, and dominated them. They beat them by, uh, looks like, 15 points. So, good showing. Um, The other game against SMU, which is supposed to take place in Wichita, got postponed. I have not seen why that happened, but... I'm going to be looking forward to that. Um, and then they've got UCF still to come here tonight. I, I haven't They're checked up to see if that game's played. They're 15-14 right now. 
Oh, appreciate it. Early on. All right. I'll be looking for that score later. Uh, then we'll roll up to Manhattan. Manhattan has moved out of last place, mm-hmm. jumped up several spots. That Big 12 has been pretty tight there across the middle in the lower half. Um, got themselves a couple wins. They brought the Oklahoma State Cowboys to town, got a nice tight win there, uh, three-point game. So pulling out pulling out the close ones. And then they went down to Fort Worth, Texas, and uh, took down the Horn Frogs by 12. So they got a tough slate coming up here. Uh, going to have Baylor coming to Manhattan, and then they've got to go up to the old Hilton Arena up there in Ames, Iowa, take on those those Cyclones. So Pesky Cyclones. Yeah, them bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Down the road in Lawrence, uh, the crown jewel of the state, the old Jeez. Jayhawks. We've gone one and one over the past week. Uh, so we were on broadcast last week when they kicked the Cyclones' ass. So going to re-mention yeah. that for you there, Bryant. Yeah. So then, uh, I don't I don't like what living uh, in Kansas has done to Clark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can, can you, Man. like, move somewhere? <laughs> I am enjoying the Chiefs fans going at each other, though. This is nice. This yeah. is a change of pace. Yeah, I was just say change of pace. We're always in agreement, usually. Right? <laughs> Season's over. Relationship's done. There we go. <laughs> I remember when, uh, what was his name, Trent? Uh, Colin Klein, the QB for K-State? Yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. he was going to be the next Tom Brady. Yeah, I think there's K-State fans are still holding out on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How well, many car dealerships does he own now? Uh, he he was on Iowa State's coaching staff for a while. Now he's on K-State's coaching staff. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, huh. never mind. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, Clark. Uh, Yeah, um, you guys just interrupt me as I'm getting to the best part here. Back to your Jayhawk love. I'm not That's sorry. right. <laughs> you know, I, I'm asked to represent where I'm from, <laughs> and it just so happens that the Jayhawks are at the top of that, so I'm going to get excited about it, so suck it. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, that's what they did to Baylor this week, actually. They, they uh, had suck the old it? Baylor Bears and told the Baylor Bears to suck it as they kicked their ass by about <laughs> 27 points. 24 points, my bad. So... And then, you know, riding that high, taking down the Baylor Bears, they went down to Austin, took on the Longhorns. Uh, Longhorns cracked down some tough D, final few minutes, held the Jayhawks uh, down and managed to bring it back and take the lead there in the last minute to beat beat the old Jayhawks. So uh, they're tough. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see how they can finish. Um, Jayhawks are still leading the conference, so that that's always promising. We'll we'll see how it goes. But this is, I mean, this is kind of like every year for KU. They have that one bad stretch, and they're just like building and getting better, and they're just playing their best basketball at the end of the year. So I feel like that's where we're going over the next couple of weeks with KU. Oh yeah, I it's they've been banged up, and I'm curious mm-hmm. to see if they're going to get back full health before the tournament happens you know they're still waiting on Remy martin he's still got that nagging injury at this point is it going to come back i don't know you know and then uh agbaji he was back after missing a game against the cyclones so yeah banged up not hope, that they needed they him. healthy yeah nah 
So that next game they'll play against the Longhorns is actually the final game of the season on March 5th. So got got a big old circle around that one. Yep. All right, Ryan, uh, let's head down to the SEC and hear how LSU is doing. So are you guys watching the Auburn game right now? Not they watching are... women's downhill uh, <clears throat> half pipe. So they're in overtime Ooh. against Arkansas with 14 seconds left and down by three. Hmm. Oh, shit. So, so basically I was going to say that LSU sucks and Auburn is awesome, but it's not, Auburn might have a loss here. Um, we pig. Yeah, LSU lost three in a row, but they just beat Texas A&M tonight. And the next three games look pretty beatable, and that is SEC talk. Sweet <laughs> <laughs> to the point, I like it. I'll, I'll give sure. you an update on, on who wins this uh, Arkansas-Auburn game. Oh, okay. Man, I was just cool. turning it over there. Yeah. That's uh, all right. Let, let's go to the Big Ten. Looks like Joey's got a few things to talk about here. Uh, yeah, number two, Iowa beat number – 12 uh, Minnesota or Wisconsin. Sorry, number 13 Wisconsin, 29 to 6. And, and oh, what, shit. What sport are we talking bad. about, Joey? My bad. I was doing the number one Big Ten sport of uh, wrestling. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like no, competing basketball. But... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Rutgers, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Minnesota came into Iowa and Iowa beat them 71 59. Uh, kind of a get-right game after the Ohio State game was postponed due to COVID protocols. Um, looking back, I was reading a bunch of articles today about Iowa's um, chance for the big dance. A lot of people have them at seven or eight, uh, a seven or eight seed, which, I mean, is probably fitting for this group. Um, the next few games, they don't have any huge names. They have Ohio State. Um, They've also got Michigan State. Um if they can pull both those out and then hold their own against Illinois, I think that those seven to eight seeds would be good. If they could somehow run the gambit and have a big showing in the Big Ten championships, mm-hmm. um, uh, they could probably move up to a five. Um, but that's as far as I can see them going. As far as them being like a seven seed, um, someone has them on the same side as Arizona. They play a really good three-quarter court defense and – they can get hot. So if they can get past that 10 seed and then surprise a two seed, I mean, this could be a team that could be built for March and just a team that gets really hot. Um, They're not getting bogged down by the big 10 physicality that happens every night, but it's going to take a lot of things to fall their way for anything, you know, major to happen for these guys. Um, I think, I think we all know who Keegan Murray is. Um, I think jury's still out on, uh, uh, his brother and Chris Murray. Sorry, it's just not coming to me. Um, but I do think Patrick McCaffrey is their second best player. So as far as the Hawkeyes go, it, it's going to come down to the next uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games, and then we'll see how the rest of the season plays out for them. Um, elsewhere in the Big Ten, Purdue still is ranked um, – Number three, Illinois is 13, Wisconsin's 14, Ohio State 16, Michigan 17. I know we've covered those. Um, Illinois is actually sitting at the top of the conference at the moment. Wisconsin is number two uh, with Purdue right on their heels. Um, if you're asking me right now to pick a team to win the Big Ten tournament, I'm going to pick Wisconsin, to be honest with you. Um, I think that Johnny Davis is just that much better than everyone else in the conference. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hey, uh, Auburn lost. 
Damn. Whew. Number one team goes down. Pig suey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like the uh, fireworks they had on the back of the back. Wasn't that awesome? Right. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> they like, as more as... indoor fireworks. Singe yeah, your eyebrows. Like, yeah. as soon as the clock hit zero, mind you, like, Arkansas just got a steal and was taking it the other way as the clock at zero. Clock's already at zero. Guy freaking dunks the ball. Lights go out. Here come the fireworks. Everybody's rushing the floor. Like, it, it looked pretty sweet. Yeah, it did. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, I'm retweeting that on our account. That looks awesome. Yeah. Nice. All right. Any, anything else to add there, Joey? Or uh, Not so much in college basketball, but okay. if we don't have a combat sports segment or podcast this week, but there is a huge, huge wrestling meet coming up this weekend that I want everyone to know about. Uh, Saturday night at 630 um, Iowa takes on Oklahoma State. Um, this is a rivalry that happens every year. Um, last uh, three years ago, they did it at Kinnick Stadium. A couple years ago, they did it um, at other venues. They're just huge venues. This year, they're doing it at MLB's newest and most expensive ballpark. It'll be at the Rangers Stadium, which is called Globe Park Stadium or something like that. Um, anyway, but yeah, it's going to be a huge venue. They're talking about maybe 25, 26,000 people, which would be amazing. It'd be the largest, uh, NCAA wrestling meet, uh, attendance ever. If it sells out, which I'm sure it already has. You haven't so, even mentioned the best part of it, dude. Go the ahead. name of it. Oh, uh, about at the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. I, I very much like that. So, um, yeah, this is two historic programs, two teams that, you know, are trying to get up there with Penn State for the national championship. Um, Oklahoma State did just lose to Missouri. Um, Missouri has a very good team this year. So uh, Iowa should run away with it. I'm not going to say yes or no that they are. I would predict that they're going to. Um, but anything that could happen, especially in these big matchups. So we will see what happens. But yeah, What's the status on Ferrari? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's out till uh, their conference tournament. I got you. That's the last I heard. Anyway, we shall see, and that I just heard that today. So, and and uh, Joey, are the fans within yelling distance of the wrestlers? I need to ask that after the last meet here. <laughs> Not the Iowa State meet, uh, yeah, but the uh, coaches definitely will be able to throw the blocks at the wrestlers like they did in the Iowa Penn State meet. So that'll go. be fun. Yeah, but no, it'll be it'll be good. Uh, it should be a good time to watch. Um, yeah. It's Valentine's weekend, so tell the woman or the man in the relationship, hey, we're going to watch wrestling. That's the best time. Just cuddle up with your significant other and just mm-hmm. turn on some wrestling. Mm-hmm. So was that on TV or where's that at then? It should be on Big Ten Network. Um, I will look that up right now and I will get back to you yeah. after the next segment. Because I know, I know the Big 12 I've talked about, It's able to, we're actually able to watch Iowa State meets now because of all the uh, – Big 12 um, and ESPN relationship there. So I wasn't sure if they were going to have it on ESPN or if Big 10 was able to get to get it. Mm, I'm <clears> not <throat> sure. Give me just a couple minutes to look it up. Go ahead. Move on to the next thing. Okay. So I'll, I'll mention some wrestling here, Joey. Ooh. Um, the, the town that I live in, Brandon, South Dakota, they are number one in the state, probably going to win the state championship again. Like mm-hmm. they are strong. They're wrestling tonight against Harrisburg. Uh, which is another suburb of Sioux Falls. And they're really good at wrestling and uh, Brookings. So they have a triangular tonight. Uh, just just thought I'd, you know, 
I'll give you a heads up on that. You might check it out, Joey, just because they're so good. And they have mm-hmm. uh, some wrestlers that are being recruited pretty heavily by some D1 schools. And Iowa is one of those schools. I, I don't know the kid's name, but I think he's one. Yeah, it was the 197 Ooh. pounder, I believe. Um, I think, you mentioned him last well, the, time. The heavyweight, I think, there's two That's brothers. Yep. And the, one of them is a heavyweight. I think he's only – he won a state championship when he was in eighth grade mm-hmm. at, at heavyweight. The, the kid's a stud. So right. um, I'd, I'd actually maybe uh, – I might try to make it to a meet. They, they do – Thursday they have one. So, Man, if you um, do, that'd be awesome. You should uh, yeah. get, get some content for us. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll go check them out just because they're number one in the state and – yeah, they're really good. Oh, are you fucking sorry, Trent? Uh, go no, go ahead. I was just uh, filling time, waiting for you. It's on Flow Wrestling. It's ten dollars. You better so. buy it. You, you, Joey, you bought you drunkenly bought Cowboy Network, and you've never watched any, any Cowboy. David, <laughs> only Flow, Flow Wrestling ten dollars is going to kill you. Oh no, I'm I'm going to watch. Oh, okay. just, I'm talking about for the rest of our listeners. I've, oh you yeah. Know, Trying to grow the sport and grow it by word of mouth. People should tune into this stuff and then, yeah, that doesn't happen. So I'm really shocked Flow Wrestling was able to get, you know, a bigger meet like that. I mean, that should be um, like Iowa Penn State, that that was the biggest meet that they could probably have on that network. I'm surprised they weren't able to between Big Ten Network and Big 12's contract. It's been how the hell does Flow, uh, Flow Wrestling get it? But Well, so if this would have been – so this is an Oklahoma State home meet. Um, so they go with who the Big 12 signed there yeah. and the RCCs signed their contract with. So that's flow for them. Um, if this would have been an Iowa meet, since it's not sponsored by the Big Ten Network, it probably would have been Rockfin. So it still would have been paid for now that I think about yeah. it. And I don't know why I'm complaining because this is the way of the world now. So yeah. we, we cut all our cables so we could have 20 individual packages to watch yep. everything on. Yep. If anyone needs a stream, DM me. <laughs> Slide into Joey's DM. <laughs> <laughs> all That's right, all so- I got for the Big Ten. The boys from the Heartland will be right back. Let's move on here. The next thing we have on the agenda are the Olympics and the winter Olympics are going on right now. And I think I have a pretty hot take. It's going to be kind of controversial. China sucks games. No, it has nothing to do with any country, but when I'm going through the channels and it's always the same thing because four years ago, four dudes from Minnesota won the gold in curling. Mm -hmm. And now I think all of these networks are like, we, every curling match, we have to have it on. Yep. Got to go on. And I'm just like, okay, it's cool to watch for like five minutes, but it seems like every network, it's got to be curling. I'm just like, and I think that it's just because of the four guys from Minnesota won gold for the United States four years ago. And now every network thinks that everybody's into it. I, well, I think it's a couple things. One, I mean, I, I think it's just one of those. Obviously, it's, it's going to be the easiest to record. And like you said, it's probably a lot with we were good at it last year, so let's make sure that it's on every freaking network. 
but um, I, I, I posted about it on Twitter and like I'm on my Facebook and it's just like, do you, do you guys that, that are in an office, do you just have that one coworker that is just super fucking annoying about knowing these niche sports? I mean, it's not like we're watching, you know, the NFL equivalent of curling. It's on one, once every four years. It's very niche, you know, but like, yes, they're just these coworkers are just like, I, I, uh, the coworker who I was talking about was my old boss and he called me out on it. He, like, I forgot I had him on Facebook and he's like, well, Hey, you know, was, you know, talking about bullshit about how it was basically about him. And then I called him out. I'm like, well, I'm like, well, explain this then dude. Cause I'm like, again, you know, this niche sports so well. I'm like, how much is the middle worth? Cause I'm watching curling as a very amateur spectator and I'm looking like, okay, there's a target. It's a bullseye. What's the middle worth. And he just goes on. He goes, well, actually, and then he goes on this long-winded explanation. I'm like, that's why I said it, dude. Like, I just need to know if the middle is worth three or give me the basic, like, the, the elevator pitch of curling. Put it closest to the middle. You know, you get a certain amount of points. That, that's all I need, you, you know, and I can watch them just sliding a rock. To answer your question, <laughs> yes, I am that guy. Mm -hmm. I, I was just going to say, <laughs> if you don't think you have that guy in the office – you are yeah. that guy. Yeah. I watch I, wrestling and MMA and bet on horses. So, yes, I'm <laughs> I've got to say that I love curling. I really do. It's fun to watch. But this year, I don't, I don't know what it was like four years ago or whatever. But this year, they've got some announcer who is the most stereotypically Canadian guy on the planet. So listening to him <laughs> makes me laugh my ass off. I enjoy it. Don't you know, A? That's a great guy. It just, it just talks like it, it's amazing. Trent, I'm surprised you don't love it then. I, I, it's not that I don't like it. It's a, I can watch it for a little amount of time. I, I'm not going to sit there and watch a whole match. And what they do is very impressive. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like mm -hmm. It's crazy how good they are at placing those rocks and curling them around like the stone that they put in front of the bullseye. But I just... Like I think it's only on because the Americans did good, and all, like I said, all these networks think that everybody's into it. That's well, if you had Peacock and paid for your streaming services, <laughs> you could right now be watching women's halfpipe, women's downhill slope, or coming up, women's halfpipe final. You could be watching one of those three. So the, the other night, I was watching the men's downhill skiing, and mm -hmm. Uh, give me that. I will watch that. That is crazy. They're going down this ridge of this two, for two miles at 86 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. uh, the <laughs> second guy down took a hard spill and they had to take him, you know, ski patrol had to take him down the hill on the <laughs> old stretcher. The um, band? Ski patrol? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's impressive. And, you know, there's no snow there. So they made all that snow. They said they pumped in billions of gallons of water to make the snow so it's basically ice that's why they're going so fast and it's uh very hard course all these blind turns like give me that i'll watch that all day the the, yeah. the best thing i saw today was uh uh they're doing downhill whatever flip de doos on their skis and like the background you know in all these other countries it's like oh we're in the native mountain range and all this and it was this very beautiful like downhill ramp with the fake snow and right yeah. behind it was like three nuclear power plant towers. Yeah. Like, God, what a yeah. beautiful image of China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm say at my household, 
we have Peacock. So I haven't even seen a minute of curling yet this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wife's been running the the old remote whenever it comes to the Olympics because she's mm-hmm. all about it. Uh, so tonight, uh, I got to catch a little bit of luge. That's which, a cool sport. You talk about going down a freaking ice tube at 80 miles an hour going around these freaking corners. It's like, holy crap, these people got balls. So what year was it? Was it like 2010 that the, uh, I think they called them sliders from, he was from like the Republic of Georgia, got in a crash that flew out of the, the luge track or whatever you call it and hit that post and got killed like on live Mm -hmm. TV. Mm -hmm. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, So, I'm sorry know. to be a Cur- downer. Yeah, yeah way, like- to go, way to go, Trent. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. I, I just like, I, I think the other thing for me, like with the Olympic, and again, I, 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 we're not trying to be a downer and shit on it. Cause like I said, if it's on the background of TV, that's all I need the Olympics for. You know, it's not going to be, it's just very niche stuff. But like, I watch it and it's just like a bunch of like, look at all of these rich kids that clearly, you know, had money when they were younger because they perfected a sport that no one gives a shit about for you know 47 <laughs> months at a time and then for one month we're all supposed to be enthusiasts because you, you know like the one i think is the most ridiculous is biathlete like who the fuck was like you know uh, what i need to i was gonna talk about biathlon you know what i need to see out of my spears part that they can shoot a rifle you know, Sounds like, like the two chiefs fans so, are gonna have differing opinions again uh, yeah okay. actually so we do so, so who wants to trade Mahomes? Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck would we trade Mahomes? Yeah. All right. So no, the biathlon was on earlier, mm-hmm. and you know they show the guy shooting, and he's on half the screen, and then they show the targets on the other half of the screen. Yeah. And I'm like, give me some perspective about how far away these targets actually are. So yes. you know it's a freaking Olympics, so I had to go Google the rules, so I knew it was actually going on. <laughs> so. They got to ski like five, like a bunch of laps. All right. Yep. Around this place. And every time they come past the targets, one time they do them prone, laying on their bellies. Next time they got to do it standing up. So mm-hmm. they're actually shooting at two different size targets, depending on which position they're shooting from. Okay. And I'm like, how big are these targets? Cause those are 22 rounds that they're shooting. And on that camera, it looks like this round's like 50 cal or something. Like it's leaving <laughs> such a big mark. I'm like, how big? big are those things so when they're when they're standing up that target they're shooting at which is 50 meters away so over over 50 yards you know yeah. meters long 150 feet yeah i'm ish. gonna i'm gonna need american numbers here clark Come on. <laughs> yeah so over <laughs> half a football over half a football field okay speak to freedom units please <laughs> <laughs> so they have the rifle and when they're standing up that target is four and a half inches big and they, if they miss a target, it adds a minute to their time. So it's just a timed cool. event. I mean, that's an above average target, it sounds like. I don't know, four and a half inches? <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're going to love this one. When they're okay. laying down, take a guess at how big the target is. Two and a half. Six. One. 1.7 inches. What? Ooh. Yeah, and if, if they, like these guys are hitting it five times in a row, like pop, 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 like from 50 so meters. I'm like, Holy crap. Do you, and, you think oh, it would yeah. be you, you mentioned the perspective thing? Do you think it would have been cooler if you could kind of have a behind the head shot and you can't I see think the target so. and just like a little like uh 
you know, in, in, in any drag car race, you see the bump, 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 beep, the, the numbers. Or you think it'd be cool if you just saw five dots and you can see which ones they're knocking down, basically? Yeah, I mean, like, instead of showing the target gigantic, give me that behind the head and just give me, like, a symbol about which ones they missed. Maybe change yeah. the camera angle while they're shooting. I don't care. But I want to see perspective on things like this. It was the same with the archery during the Summer Olympics. It's like, how far away is this target? Holy crap, it's like one and a half football fields that they're shooting and hitting the bullseye 90% of the time. It's like, this is ridiculous. You are selling me a little bit on on biathletes now. So. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, to do that, like you're watching these guys and they pull up there and they're just breathing as hard as they can because they just freaking skied like two miles around this little hilly mm -hmm. trail course. And it's like, holy crap. And he's sitting there breathing and in between breath, like he just lets breath out, boom, shot breath in breath out boom shot and he's just bullseyeing this thing for, from 50 meters like geez these guys are ridiculous and and here's another thing with that is pretty impressive is they're 22 rounds so yeah. for 150 feet on a 22 round you know they don't have as much velocity as a, a larger you know bullet and so you know they're not traveling as fast the wind is going to affect that as well. Like that's a pretty impressive shot with a while you're while you're breathing and yeah, that's uh that's impressive. I didn't realize uh, that. Yeah. Next, you, next uh, time, next time we need to assassinate somebody, I say we get a biathlete to go do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you picked up that Marvel Warfare two reference. <laughs> Make sure they're in a snowy climate. Well, if you're going to kill someone with a 22, just give me a call. Ask my brother how deadly of a shot I am with a 22. I killed a skunk from my front door, and he was like 75 feet away. So I thought you were about to admit converter on the You're going to confess to something? <laughs> just skunk. <laughs> you you uh, double that and you nail that possum, then we'll put you in the biathlon. All right. Yeah, I wouldn't say that, that skunk was closer to you and it was bigger than four and a half inches. Yeah, uh, hit it in the head. It died in its hole, killed its babies, and yeah, it was a good time. Next Jeez. time, do it with a baseball bat. That'd be really impressive. <laughs> you, yeah, good call. Uh, before we move on from Olympics, I just sent us all in the Twitter feed or Twitter messages um, the yep. Olympic uh, schedule. And just so for content purpose and for you know letting the listeners know, we do care about America. Go USA. I think we should all pick one event that we're each going to watch and report on next podcast. Curling. <laughs> After we just bitched about it. <laughs> it's on TV all the time. It's the easiest one to find. It's got to be oh what the people want to hear about. It's on all the time. This yeah. is true. All right. I mean, that that's fine. I'm not going to tell you no. So, um I will pick one that I don't know very. Actually, I'll go last um, because I'm not going to pick hockey because I watch hockey pretty regularly. But uh, yeah, I'll let you other three pick and then uh, I'll go last. Oh, before we also do that, uh, I want to talk about what is it called? I can't remember what the hell it's called. Would they go down the super steep uh, hill on skis and do? Yeah, it's just called ski jumping. Mm hmm. That is insane. Yes, very much. So I didn't realize it, but it's just because of the slope of the hill. Like they're only like eight feet off the ground when they take off. Mm -hmm. oh, and shit. 
the the there's two sizes of the hills and ramps and stuff the dude from the usa that set the u.s uh distance record a couple years ago it was like almost 300 meters mm -hmm. like, so, that is crazy those guys I, are nuts so that was on the other night and it was women's and it was a small hill because you're small hill big hill mm -hmm. and ski jumping yep and at one point, like mid competition, they're like, they've moved the launch area down two spots due to wind. I'm like, yeah, what? How does that make it fair across the board? Because they're in like mid competition and they just moved their launch area up, so a shorter distance to get speed off that jump. So, I, so I, it's it, it's it's judged. It isn't all about the distance. Yeah, I hate judged events, man. <laughs> And, uh, and, and mm -hmm. yes, me and a coworker got into that as well. It's like, it's so, like the snowboarding, like, oh, your name's Sean White. I'm judging you a little bit better than everybody else. You know? Yeah. So they were doing that ski jumping. I was like, I was pretty interested. It was getting good. And then they're like, oh, well, they just moved the peg. And then I saw that it was like, oh, they're giving them scores. It's like, yeah, I don't want to watch this anymore. I'm done. Like, it's, it, it's lost its thrill for me. Like, Give me whoever goes the furthest. That's the winner. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah, it starts like to get that. objective, you don't like it. Mm -hmm. I'm the kind of the same way because that's how like snowboarding is. Like I just made the example of Sean White. Been the biggest name in it for like 15 years. I feel like the people that are supposed to win gold usually just win the gold because it's kind of subjective. Spe yeah. Speaking of Sean White, he might have one of the best uh, recoveries in a in a. Uh, interview when they when they uh he was on like cnn or something and he's talking about he's like oh yeah the drinks are flowing she's like what do you mean drinks aren't you 18 and he just goes i'm drinking mountain dew baby and he just <laughs> the classic fucking she thought she had a got a moment he just slipped right out of there yeah. <laughs> my wife uh she did inform me that she witnessed some olympic history about two nights ago she was watching okay. figure skating and apparently there is a, uh, it's not Russian. It's a Russian Olympic committee competitor. Mm -hmm. She's about 15 and they're like, oh, she's going to be the best skater ever. And she did some move that nobody had ever performed in skating. Quadruples over the top. I'm up with these names. So wouldn't that be a 1080? Or I anything. I, I don't know how many times she's run around, but she's I think, I think 1440. So you know, uh, on this podcast, go ahead. Still at the best score. So, so I think this this will fix the Olympics because on this podcast, we fixed the college football playoff. We fixed uh, how the number one overall pick is going to be in the NFL. We fixed a few things. I think fixing the Olympics would be great. Like they just have like five random dudes like us five who have no idea about the sport get to judge that sport. I think that'd be the most unbiased way to do it. I thought you were going to say, I want to see average Joes compete in the sport and show me exactly how hard it is. And I'm it, like, there is not a sport in oh. the Winter Olympics that I could even fucking think about doing. And this is when they should be Clark off. <laughs> this should, yeah, there should be one average person just for reference. Like, if there's a thing about like snow walking and you walk through the most amount of snow, I might be able to do that, <laughs> but like, that's it. <laughs> like, like Trent in the biathlon. Oh, 
here he comes six minutes slower around the track than everybody else. Oh, he missed four out of five targets. <laughs> yeah, hope he collapsed. Get the ambulance out there. <laughs> I always thought they should do that with PGA events. You've got 71 pros and you get the last guy being an amateur. That's like a scratch golfer just to see the mm -hmm. difference in skill. I think they should have like a double digit handicapper going at it. <laughs> Put the old fart out there playing <laughs> from the golds. Yeah, yeah. Like, some, like somebody my skill level out there just shooting a 99. Is I, I'm assuming so back to the Olympics. Is the alpine skiing the downhill one where they're going back and forth around the poles? I thought that was I don't, I don't, I don't see a downhill skiing on this list. Based on the pictures, I think I think you're right. Okay. The, yeah, it's it's slalom skiing. Yeah, you're right. Where they're, the they're fuck like is there's the... no slalom skiing either? No, no, Alp that's what Alp alpine skiing is. Slalom skiing, like they go. Down what the slalom. fuck is slalom skiing? That, that's where they go between the poles. That's what. You're okay, about. perfect. Yeah, that's that's what I needed. Yeah. Well, and they actually call them slaw bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, come on. <laughs> is that what uh, Tiger's old mistress used to do? Yeah, slob on these nuts. Yes, she did. Ah! Uh, <laughs> God, I thought I was going to get one of you with that. <laughs> I assumed that I saw... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Slob on these. <laughs> Fuck, I, I really thought that was going to be organic and get you guys, but... Uh -oh. <laughs> I'll get you next time, I guess. Good work. Uh, uh, I can't. Oh my god, I can't even transition to the movie minute. <laughs> Trent's done. He's broken. Uh, yeah. So okay. does anyone does anyone else want to volunteer to watch an Olympic event? You don't have to do it the whole I'll, time. Just watch. I'll be honest with you, Joey. I cannot get into the Olympics. It, it's okay, but I, I just, I don't know. I can't get into it. All right, that's fine. I have, so I have a question for you guys. I had this debate with uh, some some local family members here. These are world-class. Slob bunnies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slob bunnies are the next time you see them. These, these are, uh, gosh. These are, uh, you know, the best athletes in the world in these in these respective games, and I mean, it's fun to watch them. They're amazing, but I get a little tired of hearing them get compared to Tom Brady and Tiger Woods and all that stuff. Because it's like we're talking about Mount Rushmore athletes. Yeah. I just I, I get tired of that comparison. I I, I don't yeah, know what you guys I think. But it's yeah. The, the only thing I can think of like Tom Brady is if they were like. I, I don't know if has there been like a super dominant like has Sean White like golded every year I, again I don't keep up too much that's the only comparison I could because I well I don't know I was gonna I say I I think most of these athletes might be able to compete if they were given enough time but it, again these are so niche I, I don't even think that would be possible honestly uh, yeah uh, I don't think Sean White's even projected to be a podium finisher this year I don't know if he was last year but. His outlook this year, I guess, is not very good. I have no idea why. I know nothing about it. I just know he's the biggest name competing, as yeah, far as so, I'm concerned. And I, I don't want to try to belittle. I mean, because like I said, they're the best of the best in the world. But gosh, it's, it's a, for them to compare them to Mount Rushmore athletes, it just annoys the hell out of me. So I get what you're saying, 
and I agree with you. It's because it's it's like I've never heard of this guy. Like, yeah, I, I couldn't. If Sean White wasn't in these Olympics, I wouldn't be able to name one athlete. So I still remember growing up and watching Apollo Anton Ono do this. That was the skating. only other person I could think of. That like, is uh, like, Olympics. yeah, that's like the one name that I can remember is in my 32 years of living. And he was phenomenal, but, and he was pretty dominant, but would I compare him to Tom Brady or Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan? Probably not. I, I think the three most well-known winter uh, Olympic athletes are going to be Sean White, Apollo uh, Ono, and then the uh, bobsled team from Cool Runnings. I think those are the three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, didn't the Jamaican bobsled team make it this year? They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Come on now. It's bobsled <laughs> time. Bobsled time. <laughs> but yeah, so Joey, to go back to you, I, I probably won't be reporting on any <laughs> That's fine. I mean, we and we don't have to either. That's not a big deal. I just thought it'd be something fun to do. But uh, Tanya Harding and Nancy two most prolific winter sports names that I know of. And the, the only reason anybody's ever heard of them is because of their controversy. Yep, exactly. Like if that didn't happen, would we would that be a household name? No. No. Oh my god, I almost I it wasn't it Michelle Wu way back in the day. Was I think you're Michelle? thinking Michelle uh, Wee. She's a golfer. Wee Wu? Who's who, who's who am I thinking of the, the uh woman's figure skater from the nineties? Uh, Michelle Kwan. Uh, Michelle Kwan. Well wasn't uh, there one Christy Yamaguchi? I, I accidentally yeah, wasn't racism there. She won too. Yes, I don't know why I just pulled that name, but yeah. Stop on these. Good shit. All right, are we are we done with Olympics here? Yeah, we'll, okay. We'll, good thing we'll is hit it. Going to be on next week. We'll have more material then. Yes, yeah, we'll hit it next week because they last like seventeen days. Yeah, right. Ma- maybe so the real, week after. Real quick, because we're still on it, and there's a note here. Did anybody watch the opening ceremony at all? No. Yeah, it was no. very kind of underwhelming compared I, I to didn't... like the winter or the summer ones from fourteen years ago. I didn't, we didn't watch even it. give a medal count. Jesus Christ, we don't care. <laughs> um, um, Russia has ten total right now. I did not get who is the most on gold, but I'd imagine it's about three or four, probably tied with a few countries. So Sweden, Sweden has four. Netherlands has three. Uh, China has three. Germany has three. Norway We're coming has three. for you, Swedes. Oh, United States. What oh. United States? Not even in the top. What seven? Well, no gold. No gold. Yep. Uh, by total, it looks like Russia leads with 10 total. Yes, yeah, ROC Rock Nation, Rock Nation, Rock baby. Nation. I like so, how they can't be official, but we still know who they are. Well, you know, on that note, what didn't Biden say that the United States was going to be boycotting these Olympics and not sending whatever? So I thought we were going to be kind of in the same boat as ROC this for these Olympics. That I couldn't tell you honestly. Uh, I, let's I go know. into the let's go into the Biden quotes for his segment this week. Yeah, <laughs> new segment <laughs> coming next week, right? Yeah, we're gonna win about three gold billion trillion medals, <laughs> silver tomorrow. 
I always do. The, the, the one cool thing about the ceremony is obviously you get to see every athlete. It's kind of fun seeing it's like, you know, you, you see America, it's like 300 million in the population. Here's our 200 athletes. And then you have like Romania with their two or something. I don't know. I, I do like <laughs> that portion of it, but like, and probably a lot of COVID restrictions as well, obviously, but like comparing it to like the, 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 just performance that they had in the summer Olympics, um, the Sean, the Sean Johnson ones from 2008. And you compare it to now and it's just all CGI. It's, it's almost like movies. There's no practical effects. And it was just nothing where like, God, you have to see it. It was a performance. It's just like, nah, they, they uh, had some people waving around some giant glow sticks to make it look like grass. And they were talking about these drones and lasers making what looks like a brick of ice and it melted into the Olympic logos. I just, I don't know. It, like I said, it, it's it's amazing technology, and we're just so spoiled, right? And eh, that's not the most amazing thing I've seen, you know. Well, <laughs> I, I knew these weren't that big of opening ceremonies because there was not a South Park episode about them, like there was the last time it was in China. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it didn't quite stick out as much, but yeah, I don't know. Other than that, like I said, if you were listening to it not muted, they talked about some pretty serious things. It's like I'm trying to get my mind away from this stuff. I want to just. And again, yeah. you have to talk about it on the world platform, but I was like, I muted it halfway through. I'm like, I don't need to hear about Russia, Ukraine. I just want to see people throw stones, I guess. I want to see them. I, the one coolest thing I've seen from the Olympics so far is there's a guy that alpine skiing, I forgot to mention when you said going down like 80 miles an hour, they're supposed to glide side by side and go around them. And somehow he didn't, he didn't get quite around just enough. And one of those sticks whipped him in the dick and balls about 80 <laughs> miles an hour. And man, that guy worked for four years of his life to do the Olympics. He got around the next curve and then he, like, he was crutch, he was holding his crotch the whole time, still trying to do it. And then he just said, fuck it. And he just went off the course. And it was, we've all been there. And I, I wish they would have given him another chance. They, maybe they did, but it was just like, he's just, imagine you just, you're just going around doing your business. Right in the right in the old uh, twig and berries. God, I hope he just said slob bunnies. <laughs> okay, well that that's about uh, as much Olympic talk as our listeners <laughs> can handle, I think. So. The boys from the Heartland will be right back. Let's move on to the movie minute here. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll let you guys take it away, considering I don't watch Boba Fett. Clark, take her away. Boba Fett, a.k.a. Mandalorian Season 3. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a three uh, feel- season, isn't it? It's... <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't know at what point they're going to be like surprise this is actually the next season of Mando, but uh this episode this past week, episode 6, I thought it was pretty good. It ends very well uh unveiling a character not new to the Star Wars realm, uh, brought in from the old Clone Wars, um pretty mm-hmm. notorious bounty hunter and whenever you saw him walking in, I'm like, is it really Hmm. And then you start getting I thought closer. it was Rango. <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about a Spoilers, it was not Rango. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it comes in and he uh, kind of pans up. I'm like, it's Cad Bane. This is amazing. Mm. That was my reaction. I was like, all right, this episode's probably my favorite so far just because of his unveiling. 
It was and then he cool that they gave Boba a nice cameo in his own show for 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, right? What, I think it's like, but the last two episodes, he's been in less than two minutes. I think it is close to like 30 seconds the last two episodes. Yeah. Just and, and then it ends, you know, with Cad Bane just out dueling old uh, Star Wars Raylan Givens. So. so I know I've mentioned that I'm a very casual Star Wars fan. So I literally know nothing about CAD, but that was a freaking awesome part. Yeah, awesome. the old I'm a, uh, I'm a fan. standoff with Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. Which I like him, too. I, he's a good character that I'm glad yeah. they brought back. But yeah, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I do kind of like enjoy like the kind of Western theme. You know, I'm the sheriff in these parts and, you, you know, every, the the the, uh, the outdrawing him and stuff. Like, like you said, even a casual that doesn't know about CAD Bane, I, I watch all the you know, review videos on YouTube. So I know what the fuck I'm watching, but you know, it makes me actually want to watch. Okay. They, they've done such a good job introducing them here. Maybe I want to watch like clone wars, which is how, however old and you know, it's a cartoon. So it's something I'd never think I, I would watch, but now it's lore and expanding might be worth a watch. Yeah. Which, you know, Ahsoka, she was in this episode as well. She's mm-hmm. also from the clone wars, which we saw her in, in the Mandalorian. Um, so, Good to see her again. And Luke Skywalker is a dick. So, yep. you know, there's that. <laughs> Pretty pissed but, off uh, they ended on that. I wanted to know what was going on. Oh, no. Such an a-hole. Yeah. They, they they did a lot better job de-aging him in this episode than they did the last, uh, um, at the the finale of Mando. Um, he, he looked a lot better. Like, you could really tell in the last episode that that was CGI. This one, there's only a couple moments where like when he twisted his head in a couple angles where it looked wrong, but otherwise, and by the way, it's played by Sebastian Stan is the actor. They just CGI Luke's face on him. He, I couldn't you know, tell his dick wasn't hanging out. Yeah. We'll get to that one a little bit. <laughs> well, you mean his lightsaber, right? Let's oh yeah. And come yeah. on. <laughs> but you know, we, we were talking about like two episodes ago or three episodes ago, that slow chase, you know, super bright colors. We're like, where the fuck is the budget on this show? And now we're starting to see it. These last two episodes has been pretty good so far. I was pretty happy they brought Grogu back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you- I'm going. What, what's your prediction? What is his choice going to be? It's going to take that mail. Yeah, he's I think he got- doesn't he? I think yeah, I think he's got to go to because ma- then there's a bunch of questions on where was he when when Luke and um oh golly. Ben Solo. I, I I don't know why I know it's that name and not uh, from the new sequels. You guys are leaving me hanging. Ray, oh, Kylo, Kylo. Thank you, Kylo Ren. Yeah, Ray. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Get no support here. Thank, thank you. No. Uh, like Ray yeah. Romano or what? Ray Romano. Yeah. Hey <laughs> Jedi's. No fucking. Uh, it, no, I would say it, it was a. Uh, I think that, that Grogu goes with him because then it explains why Grogu wasn't there in the sequels and Luke going crazy and shit. But I don't know. I, I, I Right now, John Favreau has done an amazing job. He a very slow start to this, but it kind of started like Mando. And I think it's going to I think they're going to really ramp it up and it's going to end very well in this finale. So I, know, I know I've said it in the past, but here's my concern. Final final episode is Robert Rodriguez. Yep. Well, uh, I was just thinking about this because, like, they're they're trying to. I think they're trying to cash in on every. They saw 
Avengers Endgame. You have every character from every movie. Oh my God, everything, everything. You know. Did you see the promo poster that came out? Yes, exactly. Every face yeah. is fucking on there. Danny Trejo made the poster, and he was in one scene and said, "Here's a yeah. ring for you. Got to treat it well." And then that he was out of it. So I mean, really, they should just make this last episode a two-hour movie, basically the way the way it's promoted. To you know, get all the I'm in. I'm surprised more. Uh, I'm surprised they don't do that more because. There, there's a lot of people there I think are seeing the value in TV shows compared to you can't condense, you know, we started seeing it back about a decade ago where you have, you know, all the Harry Potter movies, they started having to condense stuff in like Goblet of Fire and these 600, 700 page books. And then they just said, fuck it in the Deathly Hollows and they made part one and two. And then you saw Breaking Dawn part one and part two. I think more more of these projects, they're going to start moving to a TV series type. And then you can have just, you instead of you have three, two and a half hours to explain everything. Now you get 10 hours and things can be thoroughly flushed out. And like you said, I wouldn't be shocked if they start more having these, you know, half of a season. And then, like you said, it's just a movie finale. I think people would really be on board with it and you don't have to have the full, uh, you don't have to wait years, you know, in between each of these movies. You can just, just, here's your, uh, here's your week to week stuff. It's kind of crazy for me with uh, what, who's going to be the big villain. I mean, they kind of set it up for multiples. It kind of seems like it's going to be Luke. Yeah, yeah, he's already <laughs> he's already a villain to me after this. But I mean, That's all right. of a sudden you bring in Cad Bane and you had what the Pike people, the whatever the heck Pike Syndicate or whatever. So, mm. so yeah, it would be interesting to see oh, who the shit. big bad is at the end. With everything going to the Mando series, I forgot all about the Pike Syndicate moving into Tatooine. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, Jeez, well, I wouldn't be shocked. Like the, first four yeah. episodes setting that up and just abandon it <laughs> well they might be even splitting it off now because we're going to have mando season three and is boba fett being picked up for another season uh beats me they're doing aren't they doing two more series too there's the um obi-wan and are they doing ahsoka or whatever yeah they are doing ahsoka too so i'm sure they're going to expand on it more even if they don't quite answer everything in this finale isn't this the final episode yes Okay, so yeah, I feel like this is all going to hit a point here where it's like Boba and Mando. You're going to have to watch every series Mm -hmm. to know what's going on. Well, and that's what Marvel's doing too. You have to watch every single series of theirs to try to keep up with everything, and I can't do that. And if you're a Star Wars enthusiast, this has got to be great. Because like you said, here's a, 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 a villain that you've wanted for years, and now it's in live action too. And, you know, and from what I've heard so far, it's got a pretty good reception other than some of the more sensitive Star Wars fans said he wasn't the right shade of blue. But it's like, dude, it, <laughs> it's live action. You know, it's going to look different. Yeah, yeah. The most, most people like me are like, wow, that was a freaking awesome, uh, you know, bring in there. And then the v- very few negative, and not many. But yeah, his nose was too flat. It's just like, really? I thought it, that was it, a freaking His face awesome. wasn't long enough. He wasn't the right shade of blue. His yeah. eyes were too close together. Yeah, it's like, that's getting extremely his, picky. My, my biggest gripe was that his hat brim wasn't big enough because in the <laughs> cartoon, he's got this big, like, huge like hat those, that he, like... Like those sun hats or something? Yeah, it goes out <laughs> of his way to, like, retrieve his hat multiple times, so... Yeah. Who is he? Raylan Givens? <laughs> he smoked Raylan Givens' ass in the last episode. In case you didn't watch, <laughs> I did not. That's funny because yeah. Joey, you quit what after episode three or four, and and now it's actually getting good. <laughs> yeah, I would. That's usually what happens in my life. Yeah, 
Uh, so you have to power through four, but uh, episode five we, and six are very worth it, Joey. We appreciate your sacrifice, Joey. Yeah, you're welcome. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> hey, I am not uh, complaining at all. I've been catching up on everything else. Like so, I said, I would. I'm almost done with Vikings. So, Joey, you said you'd take one for the team. Mm-hmm. How about taking one for the home team? Oh, in God. James action. I did not. Well, <laughs> I started to, and then I stopped because it sucked. So I was going to say, did you finish it? Yeah, I did I, not. I finished I, it. I did too. Same. Joey, no. you missed all the moral lessons and in, in the good, uh, no. the good no. lessons in it. No, I'm good. Do, do you all think that Sean Payton's just a great guy? Yes. After that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. The only thing I could think of. Is I was sitting there watching it for an hour and a half. The only thing that was running through my mind was literally none of this happened. Yeah. Not one thing in this movie actually happened. The only thing that actually happened was he got suspended for a year because he paid his players to hurt mm-hmm. other players. And Netflix thought it'd be a good idea to make a movie out of it. And my the whole thing that I was thinking about the whole it leading up to where I stopped, where they were like trying to help the kid serenade a girl outside her window and like mm-hmm. holding up signs i'm like this is fucking stupid but uh i'm like wait so sean payton is a multi-millionaire head coach that teaches people about being moral and you know being stand-up men and he has like a 12 year old son that he doesn't ever spend time with yeah that seems really cool mm-hmm. um yeah fuck that part of sean payton and then I was like, I, I've got to thinking like you guys, I'm like, there's no way this is true. Like, that can't be real. They did skirt around the issue, Joey. You, you didn't quite get to the part, but him and his son were have a conversation. And she's like, well, dad, well, she's like, dad, is is, is everything true? And he's like, well, it's complicated, son. And he's like, well, if it's true, how did you not know about it? He's like, well, it's complicated, mm-hmm. son. It's like, you didn't answer the question. Like, he, he's asking you straightforward, did you know about Bounty Gate? And, did you, and he's like, well, I don't know. I'm Kevin James, fart joke. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he just yeah. like, <laughs> didn't address it. Yeah, well, no, he's I, like, I saw that because he was in the car. It was the first time he took him to practice. Oh, like, it was. Okay, never mind. I couldn't. I'm like, this is, it was right after he had to get copies made. And then one was a hard boiled egg that got smashed <laughs> on the copy machine by the yep. clerk that couldn't figure out who Sean Payton was at the first time meeting him. Yep. Like you, uh, yeah, I hated it so much. As, as he's movie. decked out in Saints gear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's weird. Cause most of most of the time they can't get NFL rights in these movies. Like ballers is one of the few shows where they can actually get like mm-hmm. the Miami dolphins, like logos. That's where I was a little shocked. It's like, it's a, it, they don't specifically, I think they might've said bounty gate once or maybe not at all. But it was weird just seeing that they actually had NFL logos and the you know New Orleans Saints and stuff, and not just like I'm wearing a black and gold shirt that vaguely resembles the team colors. You know? Was it game replay when it started off with Peyton Manning and you know them <laughs> driving, or or did they they bring Peyton Manning in and you know do a little no, filming? It was, Reenacted it. Yeah, it was just game yeah. replay, and then they just CGI'd Kevin Smith right right in there. Yeah, so that was another <laughs> thing at the beginning. I'm like, why couldn't they just show it being really Sean Payton? Like, mm-hmm. why like, is Kevin it... James CGI'd into this? Or why couldn't Sean Payton have just played Sean Payton? It wouldn't have been any worse than Kevin James. Hey, don't be hey, shitting make... Kevin James now. No, no spoilers, but he makes a cameo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah, really he, sucked that... without you, coach. Yeah, there was two very funny, from a shitty movie, very funny is a stretch, but that was one of them. Sean Payton goes, man, great to have you back, coach. 
they were you know we really sucked without you like that yeah, he's was playing a janitor has, yeah he's playing a janitor and he's in the office or whatever but like i love that moment and i absolutely did like i was laughing out loud loving that if sean payton has writing credentials or like he had input on this movie that he's like i'm going to make my new my my ex-wife's new husband <laughs> the biggest cuck i've ever made in my life it's soy boy rob schneider talking about like one of the i, I laughed out loud there there's a point where like rob schneider cuck ex uh new husband takes the son and one of the son's friends and he goes Jesus. uh he, he goes hey guys do you want to go to this new vegetarian ice cream place and they're like sure we'll try it he's like yeah it's great it tastes just like ice cream if you've never had ice cream before and then like <laughs> driving, he goes oh by the way you're gonna have to pay talking to the other kid like i would yeah. just he's making did, your, did like, your parents give you their credit card what's that yeah the parents yeah that was the funniest moment i thought i was like okay if you're gonna like really just ham it up you might as well make it and it, like it was him uh the the making the kid pay and then it was the uh the the black mom really hitting on sean payton and acting like he was just the hottest piece of ass in that in that town in texas she 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 was all horned up and slipping in her seat looking at Sean Payton. <laughs> slipping in her seat. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, if it was like if I have to watch something for 90 minutes, it wasn't the worst, wasn't the best. Yeah, there's a couple fart and throw up jokes. Well, you know, we'll move on from it. It it had a lot of the couple. Yeah. Shit, there's like a five minute scene with nothing but projectile vomiting. Well, that, that yeah. was, I was trying to eat. Do you think that really happened, watched guys? Do you think that really oh, happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right after they ate the super 100, logs. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Just like when Peter and Brian and Stewie all puke for like five minutes on <laughs> That's all basically that what it was. Who this, chowder. Yeah. yeah. Man, mean, all right. So if anyone really wants to watch something good, just DM me because uh, I can give you a thousand shows on HBO that you don't need to waste your time on. They would actually be decent to watch. No, we're going to keep reviewing shitty movies and, and just yeah. saying say, how well, terrible. It's like no one was happy to watch it. It was more like we'd shit on it so much. It's like, you know what? We got to give it a shot. And you know what? I got a couple chuckles. <laughs> That's about it out of it, though. I appreciate uh, I you guys taking the bullet for me because there was no way in hell I was ever going to watch that show. I, I, I would rather them watch a movie or make a movie about Dan Campbell's first season coaching than anything <laughs> with Sean Payton. Would well, yeah, be a feel-good story about how he's going to turn turn the team around? Yes. Who who are you casting as Dan Campbell, though? Dan Campbell. Oh, come on. You There's only somebody. one man on this planet that can play Dan Campbell, and that is Dan Campbell. The Rock. <laughs> I did think it was funny Stone that, Cold uh, Steve Austin. that uh, Danny from King of Queens is the mm-hmm. assistant assistant coach in home team. Well, that, that's Kevin James's it's, cousin. I, right. I thought it was his cousin. I thought it was his brother. It's his cousin. Yeah. Gary it's Valentine. Okay. It's his cousin. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I thought yeah. it was his brother. I knew they were related, mm-hmm. but that's, that's how you get into happy Madison. Apparently. So I'm also two... pretty sure Kevin James is a state champion in wrestling. Just, just so you know. Damn it, Brian! That was going to be my fun fact. Uh, so <laughs> Kevin James actually started varsity over Mick Foley, who is mankind, oh, yeah. Cactus Jack, dude, love, and is a two-time state champion in Ohio, Indiana, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, started over Mick Foley, who is an actual athlete. You got to give me that. Dude, love. Woo! 
this this actual athlete bullshit. Kevin James is the epitome of an athlete here, dude. <laughs> yeah, he was an awesome fullback on well, King of Queens. You, yeah, I was just saying, why do you think they and the King of Queens they made his shorts so short? They had to show off his <laughs> fucking thighs, dude. Uh, <laughs> the only other thing I enjoyed about this movie was actually seeing Kevin James and his entourage getting parts, and that's what I love about the Happy Madison company is like mm-hmm. Adam Sandler has brought along all of his friends. It was just like, Hey, you want to be millionaires and just make dumb shit and make money. Um, yeah. We should all just make these movies together. And now he's letting his friends like Kevin James and Rob Schneider and Ben Stiller and shit do the same thing under his production company, which good for him. That's fucking awesome. That's what I hope everyone can do at some point. Mm-hmm. So somebody's worked with Adam Sandler or Kevin James in any movie, they're going to get a part in one of these. So he's basically the Sean McVeigh, McVeigh. Of movies. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yep. I thought this was Iowa. You had to be in the family to be in the movie. <laughs> Gary Bard is no one's agent in Hollywood. <laughs> all right, let's let's move on from uh, a movie we all watched because it sucked. Uh, Ryan has been watching The Reacher. Yes, so that's new on Amazon. I think last week it came out. So mm-hmm. a series, the Jack Reacher series. Um, four episodes into eight, eight episodes, and it's pretty freaking awesome so far. How I'm good excited. is Thad Castle as action hero? Have you been watching it? I have not, but I, I didn't realize it had started yet because I don't yeah. keep up on these things usually. I've been wanting to watch it. I knew it was coming, so I do plan to start it. So I, I never did watch Blue Mountain State, so I really don't know him besides this. Um, he's I, I've, I'm enjoying the heck out of it. He's not the best actor, but damn, is he a mountain of a man. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I vote that you finish Reacher and then go watch the two or three seasons of Blue Mountain State, please. Well, and so I was watching it on, on the TV the other day, and, and Beck comes over, and she's like, oh, gosh, this guy? <laughs> and so, <laughs> so, yeah, I figured that's what that was kind of a hint of what. I think that's going to be the hardest part for me to get into is taking him serious. I don't know. I feel like he, from the clips I've seen, he also has some just loose, you know, comedy yeah. jokes. But, yeah, yeah him as – the he's, he's a smart bone yeah the sure. bonehead jock thad castle was i yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to give him some more intelligent points to watch this show i guess yeah so for people that don't know what it is it's basically it's a guy he was he was a uh, in the military he comes back and he's kind of a um he kind of does his own detective type work i guess but he, he's also muscle too so he comes back and his uh brother gets killed and he and so he goes to the small town and starts helping the cops figure out who the killers are and so there's a lot more to it than that that's just a simple synopsis but is a synopsis but it's a it's really entertaining so far how would you compare it to the reacher movies with tom cruise i never did watch those oh my god well watch those because that that's got one of my favorite fight scenes with tom cruise and he takes on like of course five guys at once because he literally like Mm -hmm pre-fight breaks it down he goes he goes which two are gonna fight me and there's a group of five and like what are you talking about he goes there's a lot of that in this yeah exactly goes there's always two and then the other ones run off and i don't know that's probably one of the better scenes i've seen out of it and they made two of them but i don't know it's interesting to compare it to the actual movie i mean there was there in the first episode there was a scene where um they got into a big fight and it it, like so there's a little bit of comedy in it he 
tells the guy that he's with, man, you look like shit. And he goes, well, I just saw you watch, watch you gouge the guy's eyes out. So, yeah, I'm not feeling <laughs> yeah. great here. So it's just that kind of stuff. And then there was another scene where he's in a fight and uh, there's four. Yeah, I think there's four guys and he's like, I'm going to break three of your guys' hands. And, well, there's four of us. One of you is going to have to drive them to the hospital. So just there's a lot of that type of stuff. It's, it's quite entertaining. It kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, The Punisher. It's not as brusome, brutal, um, yeah. gruesome, you know, not as much fighting and shooting and that stuff, but kind of that kind of vibe. It's entertaining. I, rec- I recommend it a lot. So I'm well, curious. What is it on real quick, if you don't mind? I'm sorry, Clark. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay. All right. So I'm curious because when the movies came out, my good friend Dean, he... He was pumped up for him. Oh yeah, the the old uh, Niner himself. Um, so he was really pumped up for him, and he actually read the books. Like Diener's not much of a novelist, <laughs> but yeah, he got into the books. He loved the crap out of them. I've never read them. Has anybody else heard anything I, about the books? I, I haven't, but I like to go on uh, Reddit after I watch an episode and kind of see what people say. And I have seen a lot of wow, th- this is finally following the books like it's supposed to. So yeah. there's been a lot of positive uh, positivity on that aspect of it. So story-wise, I, I can't recall from the movies, but I do remember Dean's biggest complaint being that Tom Cruise just doesn't fit the part because Jack Reacher is a mountain of a man yeah. and, and Tom Cruise is not. So, He's 5'2". Yeah. yeah. He just doesn't fit the part. Like He might have the attitude. It's just not fitting. This so, guy is six foot six mm-hmm. and just like I said, mountain of a man. There's a couple of episodes. Of course, you have to have him shirtless on a couple episodes to show how big he is. But yeah, just muscle on top of muscle on top of muscle. So, yeah, I would say he fits the part. And like I said, I haven't seen Blue Mountain State, so I don't know. I don't have any preconceived notions on the guy. So for me, it's it's fresh and it's like, wow, this guy is going to kick the shit. I mean, I did enjoy uh, Jim Halpert and Jack Ryan. Yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was able to let him transition into action hero. So yeah. I, I've got a feeling I can do the same here. And like I said, there's, there is some con- some humor and he's a smart ass in it. So that might help a little bit too. Yeah. Uh, I think they've done a really good job lately as well as like, you see these almost comedy actors. I mean, look at the movie, nobody that we talked about quick 90 minute action film. It, it tries to be John wick, but more, a little more realistic and here's a comedy actor, you know, known for that and, and being the, you know, uh, the lawyer from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. And then he puts in a hell of a good action performance. So it's really kind of opened me up to it's like, <laughs> like you mentioned, it's Thad. You think it's Thad Castle, but it's like, you know what? A lot of these comedians are a hell of a lot better actors than we give them credit mm-hmm. for. So no, I'll definitely give it a shot. So you bring up Nobody. And I did watch that mm. this past week as well because mm-hmm. I had not seen it yet. My favorite part, like I was laughing hysterically, is when they go after his father, who's played by Christopher Lloyd. Yep. <laughs> in the nursing home, and he's acting, he's sitting there acting like he's asleep, and they put the gun to his head, and he just pulls out the sawed-off shotgun and shoots the guy right in the nuts. Like yeah, he blows dude. a hole through him. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Oh, it yeah. was that, hilarious. That, that movie was a great mix of, like Brian said, John Wick action and then just the Bob Odenkirk comedy, and then Christopher Lloyd just added to that also, so it was good. Yeah. I th- This is this is 
don't take this the wrong way. This is slightly racist, but I could tell when they're speaking over the speaker, I'm like, his friend's black. I could just tell. I, I don't know what it was, but then you meet him in the end. And, and like I said, that was probably one of the better warehouse, you know, all these, you know, the henchmen keep coming in one shot, kill them. And they, they keep coming in droves, but I don't know. Like I said, it was very good. A uh, very good movie. Pretty sure the speaker at one point said, I don't, I will never understand you white people. Oh, as, well, there, that might have been the ticket. <laughs> yeah, as Bob Odenkirk's walking out of the out of the room, so he yeah. called yeah. he called Bob Odenkirk a honky, and I think that yeah. that's what gave it away. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Joey, did you ever start Archive eighty one? Not yet. Uh, I've been trying to finish up other stuff so that I can just give all my full focus. Uh, Righteous Gemstones and Peacemaker are taking up most of my HBO time, and then Vikings and Justified. So. Trying. Uh, I'll get there probably next week. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I finished it. I'll uh, I'll do a review with you whenever you're finished. Nice. Yeah, I need to. I need to check with Rochelle and see. Maybe we'll do that this weekend as part of our Valentine's weekend. Is uh, watch Archive eighty <laughs> one. <laughs> no rush, dude. No rush. Okay. Clark, you uh, you started Pam and Tommy this week. Yeah, I started and quit it. Oh, God. <laughs> you didn't quit it, huh? Yeah. So, honestly, I thought this was a movie. Whenever I started it, I was like, hey, I'm going to watch this movie. I didn't realize it was a series, first of all. Mm-hmm. So, the first episode's going along. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. And, you know, Seth Rogen does his thing. Long story short, steals everything. Takes it to Nick Offerman. Offerman's like, holy crap. And then it's like episode over. I'm like, oh, crap. This is a series. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh. So then that goes in the next episode. And it's just pretty much about how Pam and Tommy started dating together. And in that episode, you see a lot of Sebastian Stan's CGI wiener. And I was just like, yeah, it's kind of comical, but it's late at night and I'm tired and done watching this. So, well, yeah, well, explain, explain the scene if anyone hasn't seen it, if you don't mind. So uh, this is the first night that Pam Go and Tommy into the, get... all the veiny details. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so first night, Pam and Tommy get together. It's down in Cancun after he gives her some ecstasy while they're out at the club. And mm-hmm. so they, they get after it and he's up, it's like a scene in the middle of the night it shows her passed out on the bed. And he's like, well, where's he at? And then you hear him talking and he's in the bathroom and it shows him standing over a toilet talking to himself. Well, he's not talking to himself. He's talking to his wiener, which <laughs> then it goes to a cut of his wiener, like craning his neck up towards Tommy's face. And he's like, what are you talking about? We got so much potential. And he's like, nah, dude, I love her. And he's like, you could have Jenny McCarthy. We could do that. He's like, just like you're wasting so much on her and yeah i was just like yeah <laughs> this is, that's it i'm done the the animated dick talking to each other that, that really drew you yeah. out i, I mean you know, if, if if anyone out there listened to what clark just said and really wants to see more animated genitalia genitalia <laughs> talking to someone uh check out big mouth on netflix it is a <laughs> big show mouth about is hilarious. Yeah, uh, it's a show about coming into puberty and 
kids talking to each other and their genitalia mm. and their hormone monsters. And there's actually a spinoff coming out March 18th called HR, which goes over the HR system of the hormone monsters job. So, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't wait for that. Big I, mouth makes family guy look tame. Yeah. Dude, watching Big Mouth on 10 milligrams of edibles is fucking amazing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good golly. No. I don't know. I, when you told us this before the uh, recording, Clark, I'll, I'll be honest. I wasn't really too enthused to watch it. But when, when you did mention it, it's like, okay, like he talks to his, his cock. I was like, okay, that's funny enough where I might give it a shot. So I actually, when we were doing the, the uh, pre-show, I was zo- zooming in. I had to watch that one scene. That, that was funny enough. I was just really glad that they were able to back the camera enough, back up enough to get his gigantic cock in screen, though. Because I don't know if he's the original movie of those two, but Jesus Christ. I think, I think we're all pretty jealous of the guy. Yeah, yeah I've never seen that. Uh, yeah. It, it's it's I, like, I had enough, like 140p. It, I invested the amount of time that I was prepared whenever I thought it was just a movie. And I'd, yeah. I'd watched it for two hours, and I'm like, I'm tired of it. So I've been looking forward to this series since I knew that Seth Rogen and Nick Offerman were the executive producers. Knowing that they were in it is going to be funny enough, but um, them being the executive producers seemed amazing. The first episode was slow and boring as shit. The second one, yeah, there's an animated dick, and they do basically the same scene with Pam and Tommy like 17 times. Uh, The third episode is just... Seth Rogen getting denied by porn companies for having this tape. I am kind of with Clark. I don't know if I'm going to watch it anymore. Like I was so pumped for this, and it just kind of is a letdown at this at this point. I feel like it's a series that could have been a movie. We talk about movies that could right. have been a series. Yeah, this yep. is the opposite. Yeah, it was just the same scene, same scene, same scene in all three episodes, and I'm like, I don't care about this that much. So yeah, yeah, like I agree the- with you. The entire episode one was just, hey, here's Tommy Lee and a banana hammock thong being an asshole to the carpenter. Yep. And then, But I do have a co-worker at work that doesn't listen to this, thank God. Um, but he is super into it for some reason. I'm like, dude, but the show's not very good. Oh, it's one of the best things I've ever seen. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I, I may power through it just for him, but that's fine. I was, I was really expecting Trent to be in on this since he was a major fan of Tommy Lee's cock. <laughs> now, I'm a fan of Motley Crue. Um, I do plan on watching this, uh, just haven't got to it yet. Um, I did start a docuseries on Netflix, though, the other night called Bad Sport. Is has anybody yeah. watched it? Oh, is this is this the real series about Sean Payton? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> it really could. Um, yeah, but it is about it's it's just six episodes. Um, they're like an hour to an hour, five minutes a piece, and they're just about all these scandals that have happened in sports. Mm-hmm. Like I just watched the first episode the other night. Um, it is about the 1994 Arizona State men's basketball team. They were point shaving. I think I'd heard about this and kind of forgot about it. Um, the story is pretty incredible. Um, like their point guard was in bad with like the bookie, the Arizona State campus bookie. And uh, so this bookie calls his buddy 
who lives in Chicago, who's in his early twenties and making a crap load of money trading. And he's like, I've got, I've got the fix. So then he like goes to Vegas, puts like, he has like $500,000 cash. He puts down on this basketball game and then it turns into another basketball game. Oh, we got to do it again because the basketball players made, you know, they're not making anything. And all of a sudden he's making $20,000 a game. So he wants to keep doing it. And uh, finally, you know, he turns 500,000 into almost, you know, between five and 10 million. Um, and then it all goes bad and they get caught. So uh, that was episode one. And now I am going to watch the rest of them. Uh, the really the only episode that uh, I know what's going to go on is episode four. It's about the controversy in the 2002 Winter Olympics where a figure skating judge is pressured to rank Russia over Canada. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's it's about just scandals like that. Like one is, uh, so the, the next episode I have to watch is about this guy who funds this auto racing team with the uh, weed money. Um, and then just like uh, referees and soccer that are, you know, persuaded to you know be to one team and not the other so uh mm -hmm. just six episodes so I, I, i'll get through those I, but yeah the, the first episode was great about this point the point shaving thing now that you know i'm in the college basketball i'm into sports gambling and i could see how that would happen like i don't know how it hasn't happened more so i i also watched the very first episode right and hoop schemes is really good uh the very first episode mm -hmm. the need for weed one's not very good if you want to watch something better that's basically the same concept watch cocaine cowboys on hbo it talks about miami and uh mm -hmm. how a person went from running a cocaine business to having a speed racing team and then somehow went bankrupt in that business but not cocaine so yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's uh that, that first episode was pretty pretty incredible just what was going on and how they had to to do it like mm -hmm. to to take two million dollars and bet it in vegas you can't just take two million dollars and bet it at one casino because there's going to be a bunch of red flags like why are you betting this much so they would take like ten thousand dollars is a number under ten thousand ninety nine hundred dollars mm -hmm. and bet it at like 20 different casinos and he'd have multiple people doing it and it, yeah it's crazy and then they finally yeah. gets caught did they get one of the players granddads or grandpas in it at one point and stuff too and uh no so it was the guy from chicago that was trading and making yeah. all this money he's like in his early 20s he does it and his and then he has his dad and then one of That's his dad's it. friends yeah go disperse this money to like 20 something casinos mm -hmm. And, uh, he, yeah, he would always tell him the spread is say it's 11 and a half. He would just, it's six, just win by ah. six. Yeah. So there was a margin for error in there. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then the, the final game, he's kind of just like the, the, the point guard finally knows that the, the jig is up here. So he just says, screw it. And he wins by about 25. <laughs> oh, fuck. And that's how they got caught. 
Well, and I, I think honestly that, that you know we're we're talking about how they're fixing and, and stuff like that. I think that was probably one of the biggest reasons why like everyone was so hesitant on the NIL because it almost you know you're paying for the performance or like I guess more just the total athlete. So I, I'm really shocked you know something like this isn't brought up more in modern day because now so, these guys have the access to the money. So they, how do I want to say this? They kind of didn't really go into it, but it was mentioned that there was two players on this Arizona state team that were doing this and the one, not the point guard, the other guy, I can't remember his name, mm -hmm. but he was like, we aren't getting paid. He's like, this is what's going to happen when you're not paying the players. Huh? When you start to pay the players, this isn't going to happen as much. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that cause point like, guard and him were uh, all pack 12 team, but they weren't like a great team overall. And mm -hmm. so it was just an easy way for them to make money on the side. Yeah, like that point guard was – he was going to go to the NBA, and he never mm -hmm. even got drafted, never played in the NBA because of this. Yep. Um, and, he, yeah, he's getting 20 grand a game. And uh, and that's what he, he basically said. He's like, that, it's like we we're getting paid, so once you start paying the players, then mm -hmm. this will go away. So – no. And obviously, you know, with gambling, that's always going to be the hesitation or the excuse. They're always going to throw in, well, the gambling, you know, it's going to corrupt the whatever, whatever. NCA is making a lot of money. There's always going to be corruption. It, people are going to find if there's a will, there's a way to find the corruption. You know, you know, yeah. so. mm -hmm. yep. as long as they're. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we were going to end this right after this, but did anyone else watch the 30 for 30 with Tom Brady and Charles Woodson for the tuck rule? It just came out over the weekend. Nope. No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I watched it last night. It's it's pretty good. Um, it's cool to see those two former Michigan teammates argue about the tuck rule and what happened and stuff. Um, Tom Grady, Tom Brady, drops the f bomb, which is kind of awesome. Um, but then they go into like what would happen if you know it was the other way around, and they start thinking about like Tom Brady may not have started the next season. Um, who knows if he would have became who he was and Charles Woodson's like, yeah, I think we would have won back-to-back -back Super Bowls and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, if you do get a chance, I would highly recommend that. It was actually a pretty good 30 for 30. It's kind of slow. It's not like the U or any, uh, the Bo Jackson one, but it's still a pretty good one. See, that's the tough thing is the U was such a good one. That's mm -hmm. the standard I hold all the rest of them to at this point. Yeah. Uh, that one, the U2, Rodman, um the bo jackson one like i said i mean they're just they're just all good broke that was a good one yep yep where it just tells how they all spent their money it's crazy mm -hmm. remember so. when i had all this money and then i didn't yep and then that's they mm -hmm. just go to the next athlete <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's wrap this thing up uh thank you for listening and sticking with us here again uh let us know what you want to hear us talk about uh give us give us some ideas we'll talk about it um joey how can people get a hold of us yeah reach us in our direct messages on twitter and also instagram at heartland pulse Look us up on Facebook and YouTube. Watch our live videos and anything else that we post on our other social medias on Facebook. Uh, just search Pulse of the Heartland. And again, we're on all the major platforms. Uh, hit us up if you need an anchor link. But otherwise, yeah, thanks again for listening, everybody.